Well, now we turn to this morning's scripture reading. Listen for God's voice as our friend Grace shares with us the story of what happened when the women went to the cemetery on Easter Sunday morning. It's Matthew 28, 1-10. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were as white as, white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going, going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go to tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. For the word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. So as I said, I'm here today at the Sunset Hills Cemetery. And I haven't chosen this location by accident or random chance. Not far from where I'm standing this morning is the place where early last summer we laid to rest our friend and our sister in Christ, Kathy Dick. Kathy's funeral, her service of death and resurrection, was the first one we had in our church family after we closed down the church building and moved our worship online. And her service in this place set the pattern for many more services that would follow that summer. We had the entire service right here at the graveside. As we gathered to celebrate Kathy's life, people stood around the graveside, six feet apart, wearing masks. Somebody held up a cell phone and live-streamed the service for Kathy's sister, who was in Australia and stuck and not able to come to Michigan. At the end of the service, Alan Weimer, who at the time was our Court Street Church organist, held up a phone and played a recording of a piece of music, Vidor's Toccata. Vidor's Toccata is a piece of music that's close to the heart of many Court Streeters, and it was one of Kathy's favorite pieces of music. Playing Vidor's Toccata on Easter Sunday has become a Court Street United Methodist Church tradition. At the end of worship each year on Easter Sunday, the organist will play that piece of music, and so for many Court Streeters, that music has got associations with resurrection and Easter Sunday and the victory of God's love over death. It was a beautiful and an appropriate gesture on Alan's part as we celebrated the life of someone who was part of the Court Street Church Choir in the Court Street Church Music Ministry for so many years. As we were gathered at the graveside early last summer to celebrate Kathy's life, I told a story. It's a story from Kathy's life that I've been thinking about a lot this week, and I'd like to share that story with you again today. Well, the story goes like this. When Kathy was a girl, when she was growing up, her family had a cottage up at Higgins Lake. That cottage on Higgins Lake was Kathy's favorite place in the whole wide world. 
She loved to go up to the cottage each summer. She loved to spend time reading books on the porch swing and splashing in the water. When she got older and she had her own family, she kept on going up to the cottage. She would take her son up to the cottage in the summer. Sometimes she would even let him bring a friend along. And it was on one of those trips, as Kathy was making the journey north and her son and one of his friends were in the backseat of the car, that Kathy suddenly got a flat tire. And she pulled off to the side of the road and she looked in the trunk, but she didn't have a spare. And so she looked around to see if there was any place where she might call for help or maybe even get a, a spare tire for her car. Up the road a bit, she saw an old farmhouse. And all around the farmhouse, there were vehicles and pieces of vehicles and tractors and parts of tractors. It looked like exactly the kind of place where somebody might find a spare tire for their car. So Kathy headed up the road and her son and his friend followed along behind. She made her way up to the front door of the farmhouse and she was just about to knock on the door when all of a sudden they heard an enormous and terrifying racket as a pack of snarling and vicious looking dogs came barreling around the corner of the house. Now Kathy hadn't considered that where there was a junkyard, there might be a junkyard dog, but suddenly there was a whole pack of them barreling around the corner of the house and headed straight towards Kathy. Dobermans and Rottweilers and pit bulls, all of them snarling, all of them terrifying. And Kathy's son Chris remembers in that moment thinking, this is it. This is how we're going to die. We're going to die right here at the front door of this farmhouse off the side of the road. Kathy's son and his friend were paralyzed. They were frozen with fear. But not Kathy. As those dogs were hurtling towards them, Kathy did the most remarkable thing. She started talking to the dogs. Now, Kathy had spent many years as an early childhood educator. And she had perfected her teacher voice. She had perfected the voice that she would use to calm down anxious five-year-olds. And as those dogs were barreling towards them, Kathy started using that same voice as she spoke to the dogs. A moment later, the man who lived in the house opened the front door to see what all the noise was about. And he was astonished. He couldn't believe what he saw when he opened the door. There in front of his door was Kathy. And there at her feet were all of those dogs, calmly lying on their backs, waiting for Kathy to give them belly rubs. He was so astonished by the sight that he gave them a tire free of charge. Kathy changed the tire on her car and they headed on their way. I love that story. It was my favorite story from all of the things that I learned about Kathy's life last year. As we gathered at the graveside, we talked about Kathy's courage. We talked about her fearlessness. Kathy was the kind of person who did what needed to be done. And she wasn't about to let fear or a pack of dogs or anything this world could throw at her stand in her way. I think that the women who went to the cemetery on Easter Sunday morning must have been a lot like Kathy Dick. It took a lot of courage to make that trip to the cemetery on Easter Sunday morning. And when Jesus had been taken down from the cross on Good Friday after he had died, there wasn't time to prepare his body for burial. They could only throw him in the tomb and leave him there over the Sabbath as everyone rested. And so on early Sunday morning, a group of women who loved Jesus 
a group of women who were followers of Jesus, got out of bed early in the morning. And they gathered together the things they would need to prepare his body. And they started making their way to the cemetery. It was a dangerous journey. The streets were filled with soldiers who were on patrol, looking for anybody who might cause trouble. And that included the followers of Jesus. Just speaking in a Galilean accent was enough to cause suspicion. And the women weren't even sure if they were going to be able to get access to the body when they got to the cemetery. An enormous stone had been rolled across the mouth of the tomb. And the women weren't sure how they were going to move it, if they were going to move it. This whole journey, they knew, might be a whole lot of risk just for nothing. Maybe that's why the men didn't go. Maybe that's why the men chose to stay indoors. Maybe they were frightened. Maybe they were exhausted. Maybe they were grieving. For whatever reason, all the men stayed home that morning. But the women, those women who I think must have been so much like Kathy Dick, got up, rolled up their sleeves, and did what needed to be done. Wherever, wherever there is hard work, wherever there is dangerous work, wherever there is emotionally and spiritually tasking work that absolutely needs to be done, you will find women like Kathy Dick, women like the ones who went to the cemetery on Easter Sunday morning. And because of their courage, because their love of Jesus was greater than their fear, those women who went to the cemetery on Easter Sunday morning were given the greatest of all blessings. As they approached the tomb, suddenly the ground began to shake. And then an angel appeared. The angel rolled away the stone from the face of the tomb. The soldiers who were guarding the tomb were so astonished and frightened that they fainted and fell to the ground in fear. Then the angel spoke to the women. The angel said, do not be afraid. You are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. Go and tell his other disciples that he will meet them in Galilee, just as he promised. And the women peeked inside the tomb to see if it was true. And sure enough, they saw that the tomb was empty. And then, filled with awe and wonder, they turned around and they started making their way back to where the other disciples were waiting. And because they were courageous enough to go to the cemetery that morning, they were allowed to see the empty tomb. And because they were faithful enough to share the good news of the resurrection, they were allowed to experience the risen Jesus. As they were making their way back to where the other disciples were waiting, suddenly Jesus himself appeared. He spoke to them and he embraced them. The women were the first ones to experience the resurrection on Easter Sunday morning. I am so grateful for their courage. I am so grateful for their faith. I am so glad that they were given that blessing. First to see the tomb. First to meet Jesus on Easter Sunday morning. I'm also grateful for the next part of the story. The women, all of the Gospels agree, were the first ones to see Jesus on Easter Sunday morning. But they weren't the last ones to meet Jesus that day. After Jesus appeared to the women, he started popping up all over the place. Jesus started appearing to his disciples wherever they were. 
He appeared to his frightened disciples where they were hiding indoors. He appeared to his grieving disciples as they were walking along the road. He appeared to hungry disciples as they sat down at the table. He appeared to lost and confused disciples as they were fishing on the beach. Jesus appeared to his disciples over and over and over again. He found them and met them wherever they were. And I'm so very grateful for that part of the story. Because that part of the story contains a promise. That Jesus will find us and he will meet us wherever we are. Even if we can't be as courageous as the women who went to the tomb that day. Even if we all can't be as faithful as women like Kathy Dick. And not long ago, I had a conversation with a man who made a beautiful and an honest confession. He said, Pastor, I would love to join a church, but I don't think I probably ever will. He said, I just don't think that I would ever feel worthy of being a member of a congregation. I struggle sometimes to follow the teachings of Jesus. There are days when I have a hard time believing in Jesus and the things that he taught us. There are times when I, I feel like there's no way that I will ever be worthy of being a member of a church. I feel like if I were ever to stand up in front of a congregation and take membership vows, I would know inside that I was nothing more than a hypocrite. I thank that man for his confession. And then I said to him the same thing I say to you today. Worthy doesn't enter into it. The good news of Jesus is that God's love is more powerful than death. And the good news of Easter Sunday is that God's love, which is more powerful than death, will find us wherever we are and will embrace us however we are. God's love can find us at home. It can find us in the cemetery. It can find us in the pews. It can find us in our living rooms. It can find us in our kitchens. God's love comes to us as we are. God's love finds us wherever we are. And my prayer for you this Easter Sunday morning is that God's love would find you, that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit would come to you this morning wherever you are and give you peace. Amen.